Hello. This is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Susan Jo Philip and these are the major news stories of the day. First we have a news from Kerala. Kerala General Education Minister Vishivan Kutti announced the results of the higher secondary and vocational higher secondary examinations on Thursday. 82.95% students passed the exam. A bill for protection of domestic workers rights and home nurses to be sown in Kerala. Congress Party General Secretary Jairam Ramesh said one man's ego and desires for self-promotion has denied the first tribal woman president her constitutional privilege to inaugurate the complex over the inauguration of the new parliament building by PM Modi. The Kerala High Court has refused to extend an interim order allowing schools under the CBSE to conduct vacation classes for children above 14 years of age. And last, a new report by the Walk Free Foundation says that with 1.1 crore under forced labor, India tops nations driving people to modern slavery. Let's get into the details. Kerala General Education Minister Vishivan Kutti announced the results of the higher secondary and vocational higher secondary examinations on Thursday. A total of 432,436 students appeared for the plus 2 exam and 28,495 appeared for the BHSC exam. 82.95% of students are eligible for further studies. 33,815 students scored A+ for all subjects. Ernakulam has the largest pass percentage with 87.55 and Pathanamthitta has the least with 76.59. Compared to last year, the pass percentage in the exam dropped by 0.92%. A total of 77 schools recorded 100% victory in the examination. In the science stream, 87.31% students cleared the exam, while humanities and commerce recorded 71.93% and 82.75% respectively. Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan has said that a bill intended to protect the rights of domestic workers and home nurses will soon come into force in the state. The Kerala CM said that the bill which is likely to be tabled in the next assembly session will ensure a number of benefits and rights for workers in aided projects of the state that have large women participation. The government aims to ensure minimum wages and pensions for such workers in the state through the domestic workers bill. The chief minister was speaking at the inauguration of a 3-day international labor conclave in Tiruvananthapuram organized jointly by the labor department and the state planning board to mark the 100th anniversary of Kerala's association with the international labor organization. The Congress on Thursday stepped up its attack on Prime Minister Narendra Modi over the inauguration of the new parliament building saying one man's ego and desire for self-promotion has denied the first tribal president her constitutional privilege to inaugurate the complex. In a tweet, Congress General Secretary Jairam Ramesh said, "Yesterday, President Draupadi Murmu inaugurated the country's largest judicial campus at Charkhand High Court complex in Ranchi." It is one man's ego and desire for self-promotion that has denied the first Adivasi woman president her constitutional privilege to inaugurate the new parliament building in New Delhi on May 28th. The Congress's attack 
comes a day after as many as 20 opposition parties announced their decision to boycott the inauguration of the new parliament building by Modi. 19 opposition parties, including the Congress, left. TMC, SP and AAP came together to jointly announce the boycott, saying they find no value in a new building when the soul of democracy has been sucked out. Separately, AIMIM chief Asaduddin Awaisi said if Lok Sabha speaker Om Birla does not inaugurate the new parliament building, his party would not attend. The Kerala High Court has refused to extend an interim order allowing schools under the Central Board of Secondary Education to conduct vacation classes for children above 14 years of age. After a hectic academic year, the students need a break, observed the court. The students should enjoy the vacation and rejuvenate for their next academic year. Holiday breaks allow the students to shift their focus from traditional study materials. They can realize their other ambitions through extracurricular activities which they are generally unable to achieve during a school year, said the court. It further added that children need to enjoy leisure time with their families and friends, especially since a hectic academic year awaits them. The world's 20 richest countries are fueling forced labour and account for over half the estimated 50 million people living in modern slavery, according to a report released on Wednesday. The report by the Walk Free Foundation, a rights group that focuses on modern slavery, said six members of the group of 20 nations have the largest number of people in modern slavery, either in forced labour or forced marriage. India tops the list with 11 million, followed by China with 5.8 million, Russia with 1.9 million, Indonesia with 1.8 million, Turkey with 1.3 million and the United States with 1.1 million. Most of the countries with lowest prevalence of modern slavery, Switzerland, Norway, Germany, Netherlands, Sweden, Denmark, Belgium, Ireland, Japan and Finland are also members of the G20, the report said. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Dose, hosted by me, Susan Jo Phillip. Daily News Dose podcast is produced by Vishnu Muralitharan with technical production by Idea Bro Studios. Follow on Manarama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.